0: Welcome to St. James Lutheran Church in School. My name is Pastor Joel Hess, and I have the privilege of sharing the good news of Christ with you in the following message. I pray that it blesses your heart and soul, and also if you'd like to participate in the ministry of uh, St. James in the Chicago area, please do so by going to our webpage, stjames-lutheran.org. Thank you. Whoever loves money never has enough. Whoever loves wealth is never satisfied with their income. This too is meaningless. Grace and peace to you from God, our Father and our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ in Him. It is enough. We have enough in Christ. A couple years ago, I had the privilege of serving a young couple and their child um, at uh, Grand Rapids DeVos Children's Hospital where um, their uh, young boy, Henry, was his name, is his name, um, was uh, diagnosed with a, a peculiar illness called the Prater-Will syndrome. It's a genetic disorder and um, it causes uh, weakness of the limbs of, of the muscle, I think. And um, therefore the body, the baby just kind of flops around very difficult to feed, keep his neck up, his head up and all that sort of thing. And then later it has an insatiable hunger. They don't even know why, but it's insatiable. The, the kid will not stop eating for the rest of his or her life to the point where the parents have to um, lock everything up, lock all the food up, you know, Um, Otherwise, uh, the child becomes obese or will suffer type 2 diabetes. And it's a struggle that this kid will have his whole life to have an insatiable hunger to never have enough or feel that he has enough food. How difficult to live with something like that. And yet, I suppose many of us can relate to that. We might not have that genetic disorder. We might be totally healthy, as they may say, but uh, we still have a desire, an insatiable hunger. I mean, maybe it is food for some of you. You don't know when to quit. But I think it can be applied to, well, as the writer of Ecclesiastes says, money. And I think that's wrong just to say the word money like printed cash, but uh, stuff, things, And let's go beyond that. Everything. Everything that God has created for us, we can have an insatiable hunger for and chase after it to the point, as the uh, writer says, if you love it, you're never going to have enough. Anything that you really love like that in the world, anything, not just money, you'll never be satisfied. You'll never have enough. We all suffer this syndrome Because that was the initial, that's the essence of sin. That's Adam and Eve, right? They were given everything by God, but it wasn't enough. And when they saw that fruit and the devil lied to them, they thought this would make them and give them something greater, greater than being the friends of God. How greater can you get? So it's a total lie. It's impossible to be in a greater relationship. They ate it, and the hunger began with that, and they pass down that disorder, genetic, worse. It hangs on our very spirit, this desire we are born with, and you can see it in little babies, even the one that we just baptized today, a desire that will not be fulfilled, a desire for things, for stuff, whatever that is, and it's very dissatisfying and uh we live in a world today where we're surrounded by by everything and and we should applaud that and and we should the success of america and, and uh, the rich country that we live in and i know there's there's issues and there's disparity and people born in the circumstance that keeps those opportunities far from them but but uh, more than any other country it's it's all there at your fingertips and yet we the depression rate is higher than ever. The suicide rate is higher than ever. A lady writes this article on uh, CNN, uh, Rachel Simmons, and she writes an article called Enough As She Is, and he talks about uh, girls. In this day and age when when women are given more opportunities than ever, right, they have more opportunities than ever to do whatever they want to do, she pointed out that the uh, between 2007 and 2015, the suicide rate for girls between ages of 15 and 19 doubled. She goes on to say, I think no one can dispute the wholesale kind of collapse of girls' wellness right now. It's really a crisis, she says. I don't think I'm overstating it. Everywhere I go, I hear about levels of anxiety that are so crippling that it makes it hard for teachers to teach even. And she says, um, she says this, Girls are growing up with outsized expectations. See, now they not only have to be beautiful, but they got to be successful as well. And they have outsized expectations of personal and professional success. The pressure to be great at everything has caused them to feel less confident, more fearful of failure, more critical of themselves. We have everything in our world today, and yet we're more Unsatisfied than ever. And it's not just a girl issue, it's a boy issue. I think we talked about that a couple weeks ago. It permeates every part of society. Uh, even uh, the the great hero, um, the wonderful billionaire, smart guy, no matter what you think of him, I should say, um, but definitely a successful person. Elon Musk did an interview a couple, uh, I think a year ago, perhaps, with the New York Times and just talks about how he's had the worst year ever um, and how he feels alone. He walks around his mansion alone, he even asks the... Uh, the um, Reporter, if he knows anyone that he could date, not just a one-night stand, as he says, but to have a meaningful relationship. He's depressed. It's all meaningless, as he says. Never enough. It's never enough. We never have enough, right? And we all can feel just like Elon or these girls, as we're surrounded by the mirror of society, the false mirror of society, that everyone else is having a better time than we are, right? If you look at Facebook, everyone else is doing better. They're having more vacations. You you could feel like you did the greatest thing in the world that year, and you made more money, and you have this great career rise, and your marriage is going well. But you go onto Instagram, and you will be reminded that, man, that couple is even happier. I want to be more happy. I want to be richer. I want to be more successful. I want to be better at this and better at then. It's never, 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 never enough. And I feel that. I know exactly what that feels like, even as a pastor. You know, talking about that girl and and, and girls in depression, St. James, uh, our school, equips kids to be hard-working and successful, indeed, as good as any other school in this city. But we have something that other schools do not. While other schools will teach the kids to work harder and harder and be better and better, our, our school teaches them that and gives them something that's not given out there in society. At St. James Lutheran Church and School, we give people enough. Kids learn they have enough, really, in Jesus Christ. That no matter what the world says about them, no matter how much they might fail that day or make mistakes, no matter how ugly they may feel and look and behave, they have enough in Jesus, in Him, in His wounds. We have enough enough. Forgiveness, complete forgiveness. The young baby that we baptized here in that baptism, he has enough from the rest of his life now, no matter how his day goes, no matter how much he might screw up or the world screws him up, he can say, I have enough in Jesus. I am forgiven and I will rise again. And that is a gift worth giving to kids at school. And that's an antidote to depression giving kids enough. Because we have a secret, don't we? When it comes to dealing with things of this world, we know something other people do not know. We know, first of all, that the writer of Ecclesiastes is quite right. Everything that we gain from our health to our wealth will leave us. You can't put your hopes in it. You can't put your peace in it, your rest in it. It is never enough. If you think that that is what's going to make you happy, you will be completely unsatisfied because one day it'll all be taken from you. And that's an important lesson to learn. It's an important lesson to teach your kids these things that you love. But the writer does not say that you shouldn't enjoy life. It's funny, churches, even churches can be places where you have to work harder and be better and be a better disciple. There's churches out there, that's how they talk. There's even churches out there that say, you know, there's one thing to be a believer, but now you need to be a disciple. Wrong. In Christ, it's enough. Believing in Jesus Christ is enough, and there's no more in that. We have everything, forgiveness and eternal life, because we know another secret. We know the one who made everything personally. We know Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who indeed had everything, as Paul says to the church in Philippi, but gave it all up on the cross, everything for you and for me, for empty souls and, and people suffering with an insatiable hunger. Even it's that insatiable hunger that put Jesus to the cross in the first place. in Jesus' death, as he poured himself out completely, he has given us everything. He has died for our sins. As he declared, it is finished. And he rose again three days later. In him we have forgiveness. Jesus says, come to me, all you are weary. And tired and broken down and depressed and tired of always being dissatisfied. Come to me and I will give you rest, right? I am the bread of life. You eat from me, you'll never grow hungry, he says. I'm the water, living water from me, you'll never thirst, and not only do we have forgiveness, but we have eternal life so that we know that when things are taken from us, when we lose these things that we chase after and work hard to get and these things that we think we love, when we lose them all, and we will, because Christ has risen, we will rise too. And it will be okay that we can lose everything, everything. We can even die and we will rise Again, because in Jesus, we have enough. In his promises, we have enough. And simply believing that he died and rose for you is actually enough. As a disciple, it's enough to believe. I know it sounds crazy. I'd love to make you work harder as a pastor and give more. (laughs) But I can't say that. I can't say that. I can't tell you that if you do this and you do that, you'll really go to heaven. No. Jesus is totally and completely for free, given you heaven. His payment for your sins is enough. His resurrection is enough. And his promise to you that you are forgiven, you'll rise again is enough. And with that, we can meet the day and we can meet the challenges ahead of us. Brothers in Christ, there are people out there that do not know this. There's people out there who are very dissatisfied and depressed, and they work with you, and they go to school with you, and they're your neighbors. Don't hide the secret. Give it to them. Tell them that what Jesus did is enough, and his promises is for them as well as us, and it's enough. In Jesus' name, amen.